think it's a Canadian I thought it was a Canadian thing because I remember talking about it with like my American cousins and they're like why do you say no yeah and I'm like oh no (laughs) it comes out I I say it all the time and I get called on on like I get called out on it a lot and I'm like I don't know I don't know why I say it but it makes sense yeah I say oh no for sure yeah yeah Hi, and welcome to the fifth bonus episode of the Too Hot for Hockey podcast. I am your host, Katie, and tonight I am joined by all three of my girls, Chandler. Hello, ladles. Maha. Hey, hey, hey. And Nikki. Hey. So this week, the queens had two paired challenges, which led to a runway result that I don't think any of us were all that thrilled with, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) Uh, This episode started with a recap of Untucked and the little blowout between Candy and Tamisha. Uh, I just wanted to mention that I thought uh, Simone putting on her sunglasses like halfway through Candy's rant was just so funny. (laughs) It's how we all feel when Candy's speaking. Um, So there was mention of the winner circle team still being intact. Uh, as two of the pork chop ladies have been the ones who have gone home so far. And I wanted to ask you guys, do you think there is still a division in the workroom between the two quote unquote teams? I think Candy thinks so and says so every chance she gets, which is really annoying and why Tamisha, I think, got all upset with her. But I don't know. I feel bad that it's been two pork chop girls who've gone home already. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think it's just basically Candy who kind of is acting that way. And um, yeah, I don't see anybody else kind of giving that behavior. I think maybe like the mean girls click, maybe kind of all combined, they kind of feel that way in the way that they act. But yeah, that's, we'll get to that later. (laughs) I hate that click so much. Me too. Me too. And the fact that they're going off that mean girl's name, like, you're not cute. It's not funny. No. None of you is Regina George. <laughs> Hell no. I think Tina thinks she is. Yeah. <laughs> but why would you even want your name to be associated with that? I don't know. Airtime? Pretty much. And this argument between Tamisha and Candy also birthed the saying that we all love. I said what I said. I love it. She said it like eight more times this episode and it was was good every single time. I just, I want it on a t-shirt. It's my favorite thing. (laughs) I think that's like what I'm going to start saying to people when they're not listening to me. I'm like, I said what I said. Like... (laughs) Well, because it's like, what are they, like, what is anyone going to say to that? You can't, you can't rebuttal. I said what I said. Yeah. No one's going to say you didn't say that. It's just, it's perfect. How has no one thought of this before? Because <laughs> they're not sassy and amazing. Yeah. Uh, so Chandler, uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about your thoughts on Candy being able to dish it, but not take it? Yes, I do. I just... I'm really at my wit's end. And I said this last week, so I don't know how much more I can take again, but 
her being so stubborn in her beliefs when she's so clearly wrong is so frustrating. And I just loved the producers when she was screaming to roll the tapes back that they rolled the tape backs just to prove that she was absolutely wrong. Like it was <laughs> so perfect. And her like interrupting Tamisha just made me want to throw my phone at my TV. I was so annoyed. I was like, you're not even gonna listen to her explanation. You're just gonna continue to talk loudly over her. Like that doesn't make you right. Right. So after that, we start with the pairs mini challenge, which is to make dresses out of wallpaper and make them stand out enough so that you can still see them in front of a wall covered in that wallpaper. Um, of course, our mean girls, Tina, Gottmik and Candy get to go together because, of course, Gottmik gets to choose who she goes with because she won last week. And I don't think this surprised anyone that she was going to do that. <laughs> Unfortunately not. <laughs> Like for Alaska Talks 2.0. Oh, yes. Yes. That's I, I can't believe I didn't think of that. And I hate I hope Gottmik has a moment where she leaves like Alaska. Like just just yeah. <laughs> let's hope. Uh, my first thought from this was what was Utica up to? Like <laughs> what was she doing? <laughs> I can I, on her own time. Can I say something about that? <laughs> yes when she started doing that I want okay so I want to preface it with I think she's endearing I think she's a really sweet person and I do like her I'm very over her like very exaggerated funny campy kind of shit because that's what lost her the challenge last week she would have won if she like maybe toned down the silliness and I just it's not your only personality trait. Do something else. You don't constantly need to make that weird, like, face. Like, just mm -hmm. stop it. She's trying way too hard. Very. Yeah. <laughs> it's not authentic. It's very, like, Jim Carrey vibes. Yeah, and, like, he's annoying. <laughs> I don't like him. Yeah, like, just so over <laughs> the top. It's too much. Like, you can't be like that all the time. It, it doesn't come across... Like you need wow. to read the room, read mm -hmm. the challenge. Like it's, it's, it doesn't fit there all the time. So yeah, I was annoyed. Oh, I'm sorry, there was a kitten. Was so He's being very annoying. So if you hear meowing in the background. Oh, that's okay. Minor. <laughs> Maybe he has a pain. No. Cute. And my other takeaway from this was, I know it's quick drag, but Lala still looked really boy. Like, was that just me? Maha, did you have thoughts? I understand what she's trying to do, like being a ball twin, just throw a wig on. Especially <laughs> for quick drag and you can't like put on your full face. Um, it, yeah, it also just killed me that they just made a worse version of what Simone wore in the bag ball the week before. <laughs> like the outfit they put together was horrible. <laughs> mm -hmm. I actually saw a meme about um, whose look was it? Elliot's and Tamisha's. Their look was better than Lala's look the previous week during the bag ball. <laughs> I they made like a whole on outfit. It had like a shoulder moment. And like a purse. It was a complete outfit. And yes, better than what Lala's look was the week prior. 
that she made in like eight hours. <laughs> I'm still not over that. No, we'll literally could have thrown a pit, like a garbage bag over her, and it would have looked better than if she came out. <laughs> yeah. Belted a garbage bag. Yeah. Oh, oh well. <laughs> Bless her heart. Good thing she's pretty, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And speaking of Tamisha and Elliot, they were our winners of this mini challenge. Um, other than the pairs being the same, though, going into the maxi challenge, this didn't really have any influence on um, the maxi challenge at all. They did just win some prizes because sponsorship, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to our pairs maxi, uh, the disco mentory. I was really excited for this because I like disco. It's fun to dance. So I was excited to see where this was going to go. And uh, although they all laughed at the beginning, they didn't understand Rue's reference, which was kind of funny. What it was so, oh my gosh, it was so painful. Just like people laughing because they, they know they have to laugh, but then being called out being like, do you know what I'm talking about? And they're all just like, no, no. <laughs> Well, I personally didn't know who Charles Nelson Riley is either. So yeah, I just was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, do any of us know who he is? No. Something to do with disco. I meant to Google it and I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big okay, disco we'll person either. Yeah. Like I'm a top 40 bitch. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the disco world. So. I'm also not competing on RuPaul's Drag Race, so no. I, don't, yeah. I don't have to. Know. That's fair. They knew the disco challenge was coming. That's the thing. They knew a disco challenge was coming up, and, like, not one of them thought to, like, maybe look into it a little bit. Yeah. Like, who was it? Who did she ask? She asked, Tina? like, Donna Summers versus Diana Ross, and they just sat there. Candy. Was like, candy, yeah. I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> he was like one of them's mahogany and the other one's dead I know, that was so savage okay <laughs> thanks for that input candy yeah thank I you did. to your two brain cells for coming up with that yeah all right so our partners for the disco mentory were candy tina and gotmic and they got the birth of disco elliot and tamisha got disco and sex olivia and utica got studio 54 Denali and Rosé got disco fashion, and Lala and Simone got the disco suck movement, which Drew explained to everyone was when a DJ in Chicago encouraged people to bring all their records down and burn them together at, quote unquote, the end of disco. But as Rue said, <laughs> she did not die. <laughs> right after that, when they broke out to start working, Utica and Olivia had a little shady moment uh, on Tina with her hair. And I thought that was just so funny to see the two like innocent queens kind of break out a little shade against the mean girl. I thought that was pretty funny. Their friendship is shady. Very, yeah, their friendship is so cute. Just Olivia being like, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> the little devil on the She's shoulder like, moment. Yeah. Eat out loud. I was like, Olivia. <laughs> reading is fundamental yeah. oh it was fantastic and uh, a little while after that we cut to them going out to learn their choreography with uh, choreographer Miguel and I thought he was actually hilarious he was pretty savage reading the girls and I think putting some of them in their place which was pretty great yeah I enjoyed him 
when he just like read Lala for filth. Yeah. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Um, and while they're out there, uh, Tamisha has a talking head where she shares that she has an ostomy bag hidden under her clothes as a part of her treatment for cancer and everything that she was going through before she came to Drag Race, which uh, made me think back to her pork chop challenge when she said she couldn't move as well. I know she's talked about her leg, but she didn't share the ostomy bag with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikki, what did you think about her keeping that to herself? I can understand why she would keep it to herself because you're already dealing with people's pity because you know you you came back like after surviving cancer um there's already so many things that you're dealing with like post cancer treatment like for legs for instance like having to relearn how to walk and everything so I feel like that is just one less thing she kind of wanted to talk about and I understand that I know I'd be the same way I was just you don't want pity you don't want pity like you don't want people to like be like oh and treat you differently for it so if I was her I would have done the same thing I wouldn't I wouldn't have brought it up and I mean to be fair like ostomy bags you can do normal functioning things like it's not it doesn't really hinder you in any way but I can understand like in choreography where some movements it probably would be uncomfortable and I could see how you'd be worried about that but I mean I don't know I just I get why she wouldn't say anything I thought it was a bit of an integrity move too where she was just like I'm not going to use this as a crutch I'm not going to like look I don't want to like get in like you said get anyone's extra pity but it was just like her trying to just compete as herself instead of trying to say like oh I have all these weaknesses like I have all this stuff going on I she couldn't walk again she couldn't freaking walk yeah like, nuts. I don't think she brought it up either just because it wouldn't have made any difference like you yeah, want to sure. do this challenge that's the choreography that you're doing like what that would have made no difference to anything so why bring it up mm-hmm. I think it comes from her being a pageant queen too like she's a competitor she wants mm-hmm. to compete she doesn't want to make any excuses for herself and I think she also doesn't want to put the other girls in a position of, well, if she said something, what if they gave her like different choreography or treated her different? Like, I don't think she would want that for herself. So it just like poked my heart. I just love her. Yeah, I think it's a pride thing. She seems like a very prideful person. So yeah, you wouldn't want, you wouldn't want to be given any special treatment or anything. So don't, I can't knock her for that. Yeah. It also does explain some of the shapes of her outfits too. They're telling her they look bulky or whatever, but just because she was mm-hmm. potentially hiding this thing that she didn't want to share. Uh, when I saw that Rose and Denali were teamed up, Nikki, I, uh, I thought of you immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was like a drag race wet dream for me. I was like, Gosh, that's that is a sandwich I want to be in the middle of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh my total gosh. perv there for a minute. Yeah, they're they're a hot little duo. That was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they definitely got the hardest choreography. So uh, I was surprised to see where they landed at the end. But uh, mm-hmm. we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Nikki shakes her head. <laughs> Um, Chandler, do you want to talk a little bit about Rue talking to the girls about the disco and where that went and everything? Yeah, so because we have 
talked about this before where we felt like Rue has been like a little sassier this season and I thought maybe it was just a one-off for that one episode because they finally had all the girls together but she was really fucking sassy when she was going around and talking to them all and so I don't know what her attitude is if she just loves disco and doesn't want people to disrespect it but I thought it was really funny that she kept going around and like asking them questions, knowing they didn't know the answers just to see them squirm. Like <laughs> Rue's a bit of a psycho. Doesn't and then I loved Mick just not even pretending. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> and then we move on to the mirror talk and the girls getting ready for the challenge. And the first thing that comes up is Olivia sharing that she's lost a lot of weight, uh, which didn't surprise me based on, I think we've talked about this a little bit too, like how her outfits have fit and everything like that. Um, And she said, now she doesn't look at a scale. She just wants to feel good, which I can totally relate to. I've been doing a bit of a weight loss thing this last year and a bit. So it was really nice to see that on screen as well. Um, Maha, did you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, I think it was really inspiring to see and her be open about her weight. I know there have been some discussions about eating disorders in the past and how prevalent they are in the LGBTQ plus community. Um, Something like 50% of homosexual men have gone through an eating disorder at some point in their lives. So I think it's very important to talk about weight and the struggles that come along with weight being a queer person. Um, So I think it was really inspirational that Olivia talks about her journey and how drags and theater and music sort of saved her life. Um, Very inspiring and nice to hear. Just made me love Olivia even more. (laughs) Didn't know it was possible because she's so cute. (laughs) I liked how she made it like she made it positive like it wasn't you know she did she she didn't go through you know like a bad eating disorder or something she just was like you know I had to fix this my mom helped me and it was like a really positive story that Mm -hmm. I think maybe will be helpful for a lot of people because like Maha said there's a lot of the LGBTQ plus community that you know suffer and have deal with eating disorders and I know that it's really prevalent in the drag queen community so it's just really nice and to see her be able to be open about it and talk about it positively so I hope that there are other people who are watching that and are able to take that away from it like Mm -hmm. I I personally have like dealt with eating disorders like I've you know gone through not eating over-exercising, etc. So that was something that really resonated with me whenever the queens talk about that. And yeah, like I said, it was really nice to see someone talk about it positively, talk about their weight positively and mm-hmm. how they got to that place. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I enjoyed that she avoided like mentioning numbers. It wasn't mm-hmm. about like, I lost X amount of pounds. Like the way that she spoke about it was, yeah, like very healthy and it was refreshing, re- sorry, refreshing because yeah, Nikki, like you said, they've spoken about eating disorders and weight loss and diet and stuff on the show before, and it can be very triggering. So it was very nice to hear her speak about it in such a positive way. I agree. 
definitely. Um, something else that was revealed was that Candy had a bit of a tough childhood with her mom in and out of jail. Um, and I think that may reveal a little bit about why she is the way she is. Um, Nikki, did you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, I could see how that, that would make you have to grow a tough exterior. I can't say that I understand or relate to that upbringing or where she grew up. Um, so it kind of made me not feel bad, but it made me understand kind of the way that she acts sometimes, especially with her interaction with Tanisha. Mm -hmm. That kind of made, like, I still think she overreacted and I still think it was too dramatic, but it made sense. It was like, okay, I can see that's your defense mechanism. Your defense mechanism is being loud and in your mm -hmm. face, right? So it, I get it. Um, it made me feel bad. That just sucks for any kid to have to go through that. So, and I'm glad that she's like successful and that she's grown up to be, you know, she's overcome all of that. So that was really nice to see in here. And, you know, there's going to be other kids out there who are watching that show that are going to relate to that. So they'll be able to see her being successful and be like, okay, this isn't going to define me. I can, if I put the work in and I'm, you know, when I'm myself, I can, I can do whatever I want to do. So, yeah. And the final thing that stood out for me at the mirror talk was Tamisha talking about her growing up in the projects and having a neighbor who helped bring out the talents that she had when she maybe was in a place where boys doing splits and jumps and twirls and things like that um, wasn't really accepted or talked about very much and uh, hit home a little bit especially with Tamisha we all love her a little bit um Chandler I think you might have gotten a little bit emotional about it I did I straight up cried I just I love Tamisha so much and everything she says she says with with like such grace and like she's so humble and she just is willing to tell her story in the hopes that it will help other people and I think that Candy and Tamisha having their whole issue will hopefully be good for Candy in the long run because like Nikki said I think she can see Tamisha as a bit of a mother figure and if she embraces that the way that Tamisha found someone growing up who supported her and maybe if Tamisha can be that for Candy it'll help Candy get over some of the things that she had been dealing with previously so it was just, it was very nice. It was very nice to hear. And that brings us to the actual maxi challenge itself where the girls headed out and did their dance moves. Mm -hmm. uh, Maha, did anything stand out for you uh, with any of the pairs? I really, really wanted Denali and Rose to be in the top. And I think their performance was indicative that I don't know how they were safe. I'm at a loss for words. It's I think it was ridiculous. It's a whole huge pile of bullshit is what it is. There's absolutely no way, like, don't get me wrong. I thought Olivia performed amazing. I thought she was really good. But if you're gonna do it as like the group, Denali and Rose blew it out of the water. Like absolutely. how they were safe is just beyond me. I very well, yeah that's what 
was confusing is why bother putting them in pairs or groups if you're not going to judge them as a pair or a group like they became irrelevant which didn't really make any sense so I could see why they were frustrated because if you were judging them as pairs they absolutely won or Lala and Simone I thought did really good also but I agree. It didn't really make sense to put them into pairs and have them do the same choreography just to judge them individually. Like it didn't, it didn't work. No, no, it was extremely frustrating to watch that. Cause like, again, back to like Olivia and Utica, Utica spent her entire time dancing and doing weird Carol Burnett shit. And it's like, how, I know that she ended up like in the bottom, but I just, I don't know. It, it's just annoyed. I'm annoyed. <laughs> well, and also all three girls that ended up in the top had a partner who was in the bottom. So were they really better or did they look better because their partner was so much worse? You know, yeah. I feel like with Lala and Simone and Rose and Denali, it's like the judges canceled them out because they were both equally as good. Mm -hmm. And so they judged the other ones like they had done better. I don't know. There are some sketchy judging choices going on, in my opinion. If the maxi challenges are judged by challenge plus runway, I don't think Tina Burner should have been in the top. Nope. And I don't think Olivia should have been in the top. She killed her performance. I loved her hair. Her outfit, yeah. you could have got that from Sirens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll talk a little bit about the outfits later, but I, I do agree. Sometimes they put a lot into the runway and other times they put a lot into the challenge. And I think it should be the same every time. Like, yeah, I don't know. Rue does whatever the hell Rue wants. <laughs> exactly. And it's frustrating. But yeah, so yeah, as a yeah. As an official spokesperson for Team Denali and Rose, I was mad. Mad. <laughs> You demand a recount. I do. It's ridiculous. <laughs> also, I also found it strange that some had props and some didn't. That didn't really make sense. Me too. I was actually really upset about it. It is so unfair to give one duo hula hoops and then some people nothing and then give Olivia and Utica a fucking scarf. Like, that's hard. Like, that's not fair. You're going to give a hoop to the 60-year-old? Get out of here. <laughs> I feel like she was set up for it's failure been... with that one. A hundred percent. They wanted her in the bottom so that she could lip sync against Candy. It's all a conspiracy. Yeah, it looked really set up to me. I'm sorry. Like it just they just both happened to be in the bottom. I don't know. I'm so I thought Utica should have been in the bottom with Candy, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I I don't think that the bottom two were wrong. Yeah, like I, I agree. Tamisha's performance wasn't great, and I didn't think her runway was especially anything mm -hmm. special. So I think that the both of them being in the bottom was correct. It's my top. My top is where I have the issue. So yeah, I have a hot take. Oh, I think Mick should have been in the bottom. Mm. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And I, especially <laughs> if we're taking into account runway. Yeah. Because I had a huge problem with her runway. Oh, okay. We're going to get okay. to that while, while we're on that, let's move on to the runway. Wait, can I just say one more thing about the uh, 
like yeah. the actual performance. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was so hilarious because there was like the intro that Rue did and like high production. And then the first thing you see is Candy's face and she has no idea what she was doing. Was like, <laughs> Fuck off. That bitch <laughs> is so lost when she is dancing. She I, looked like she didn't know where she was. No. You know what bugs me though is like the first thing she said when she walked into the workroom on the first episode is that she's an entertainer. I am not entertaining. <laughs> where? Where? <laughs> you don't do split. Like you don't do jumps. You're not a very good listener. Like what? What? What do you entertain with? <laughs> Screaming. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of really anyone in that challenge. No. I, I didn't understand why they weren't lip syncing along. Okay, that, that really got me. me too. It didn't make any sense because they no. were kind of lip syncing when they were all in a group, but like when it started out, they weren't. So it was really confusing. It like at first seemed like they all forgot to lip sync. Like it was really yeah. awkward. It like, looked oh. very messy. Mm-hmm. Also- and no one was like an amazing dancer. No. Well, it so- wasn't like crazy choreography. No. I, I mean, I guess it's disco. It's like- no, but they each had like what a minute challenge. like it wasn't how, how much are you gonna do in a minute yeah like I I honestly I thought I don't know I thought Tina did good and I thought she looked good in the challenge I liked her dress I thought she looked pretty disco Nikki's giving me a face but <laughs> I thought she did good she was giving attitude and I did think Olivia did really good as well and I so did was- Rosé but I think Rosé's outfit on the runway destroyed her and yeah. I'm gonna say something controversial but I thought Denali's outfit in the challenge was horrible sorry did you say you don't like her outfit in the challenge or the runway in the challenge the like the sequin outfit I like that her butt was hanging out because her butt was great but the wig was terrible that was not disco I agree. so I think her outfit really detracted from like how well she was dancing so I wasn't super mad that Rosé wasn't in or sorry that Denali wasn't in the top but I I I think Rosé could have gotten there if her runway wasn't horrible so see and I I agree with that did you see Denali's post um on Twitter and Instagram she posted the outfit with a different wig it's like still like a pink color but like it had like the like Farrah Fawcett kind of waves and like why did she wear that the wig she was wearing was not disco looks so much this is so much better yeah I will Tina Burner I hated that look she looked like a dude in a dress she's a dude in a dress (laughs) (laughs) I know but like actually just looked like a dude walked onto the runway and you threw something on him like no it did nothing for there should have been some hips in there there should have no I hated it and the fact that it was good was it the little black dress or during the challenge challenge. challenge. the orange and the yellow one I liked it yeah I thought it was good it had movement yeah I'm not saying I don't like the dress I think the dress is fantastic I just didn't like it on her I just she's just got such broad shoulders and like she you just don't like Tina Burner <laughs> that might be it too <laughs> I don't know okay. I thought Tina deserved to be in the top so not no. with that runway no. no not with that runway well that's fair <laughs> maybe we can talk about the runway now yeah. let's get to the runway before we spoil all the looks here yeah <laughs> all right so we're gonna start with our safe girls as usual we'll do some toot and boot uh, Gottmik had the what 
Carson called Little Black Merkin. <laughs> uh, she had a tiny black dress covering her between me down there, some uh, hanger earrings. And she said one year ago, she wouldn't have done this. So I thought that was pretty cool that she came out so openly, but also I wasn't sure I liked the outfit. Maha, you have a face going. I want to make <laughs> Yes, I'm all for body positivity, and it's great that uh, she can go bare-chested after her chest surgery. However, like, similar to my critiques last week during the bag ball, like, she got away with wearing an outfit because she's a certain body type, Mm -hmm. and she did that again, Mm -hmm. and I wasn't a fan. That was also my initial reaction, Maha. I, I like, I thought it was a cute idea, but I just, like you said, it's only a certain person could do that. Um, yeah, I don't know if everyone could get away with it. I thought it was cute that she did like a little curtsy thing with it. That was kind of funny, but yeah, it, it didn't really fit the brief totally for me. I hated it. What? It was a boot. I, I like, I know it, it hurts me to say it. Like, I like her. I love her. I agree with Maha. It's it worked because she's tiny. If Candy walked out there in that, absolutely not. Like I don't know. I might have liked it. I might have respected her. Well, no, I mean you would have liked it, but I don't think the judges would have appreciated it. Like I just I don't know. I think it only worked because she's so small. And I think that like she gets this like pass that they think everything she does is like super edgy and high fashion. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. is it? I don't know. It was a boot for me. Mm-hmm. I do, I do see that. I think if she hadn't already worn like so many kind of like skimpy outfits, like I gave it a two. I thought it was like pretty clever to do just like the littlest black dress you could possibly do. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, yeah, if her previous work looks weren't also so like, I don't know, barely there, it would be more interesting, but I don't know. I gave it a two. I thought she looked good. All right, our next one was Denali. She was a black widow. She came out with her arms attached to her sides. And when she got to the front of the runway, she opened up and we saw webs come out underneath. She had a little fascinator with a veil, some beaded on the bottom and a backless web covering her back. I thought that was really pretty. Um, Nikki, your thoughts? I hate myself for saying this. Make sure we're recording here, people. Gonna, what is she going to no, say? Before I give my verdict, I'm going to say some stuff. I, <laughs> I like the concept. I thought the idea was really sweet. I think I would have preferred the dress if it was like maybe latex or if there was like actually like a Black Widow, like the red Black Widow thing on the back. I just, I feel like it. there was just something missing. So it was a soft boot for me. And I hate saying it because I love her, but um, I think now that I think on it in retrospect, I think her run like runway and her wig choice for the challenge maybe were probably why she wasn't in the top. But yeah, it was a soft boot for me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Janoli. <laughs> <laughs> she won't forgive you. It hurts me to say it. <laughs> I felt the exact same way, so don't feel bad. I also gave it like a very soft boot. Um, I just thought it looked like a very nice Halloween costume. Like I would want to wear that on Halloween and like feel really hot. But 
I think it's tough when the category is little black dress. Like, how do you not wear something simple? So I think it was kind of like a bad runway to give them because how are you going to critique them for wearing something normal? And it's like, you gave them little black dress. Like, what could you do with that? So it was okay. I gave it a a two, honestly, because I thought at least she came at it in a creative way. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I also gave it a two. I really like how with each look that Denali presents on the runway, she has concept. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important in like delivering the Denali brand. Mm-hmm. Um, every time she steps on the runway, I think she has, again, concept and she's polished and mm-hmm. she works that runway. And I like how she had that little surprise at the end with like the, the eyes on her forehead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yep. thought she looked hot, so definite she suit for me. She looked nice and spooky with those contacts. I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Right? I think what I like the most about her is you cannot predict what she's going to come out in. That's true. Or All her like, looks are very different. The mm-hmm. other girls, you can kind of you can kind of tell you know what they're going to come out in, and mm-hmm. you have no idea. So I appreciate that a lot about her. But yeah, this look just was... Um, it did nothing for me. <laughs> All right. Rose's was a black dress framed with a lot of gray tulle. She had elbow length gloves and some crazy red makeup around the upper half of her face. Uh, Chandler, what did you think of this one? Absolutely not. This, this was horrible. This was so bad. I legitimately, when she turned the corner, could not believe what she was wearing. It was awful. I can't remember if hers was before or after Candy's, but I thought she was maybe doing a little play on the Comme des Garçons thing. Yeah, Um, it was a similar vibe. But I don't think it worked. So I said boot. It looked way too much like her train, trains for days look. And I think it would have been better had the waist been cinched. Like if there was actually more of like a dramatic hourglass figure to it, I think it would have worked better. I also did not care for the gray wig. Like the gray wig on the gray tool, it it just and eh, so it was a boot for me. It was bad. Yeah, she looked like a loofah, definite boot. <laughs> yeah, and like a dirty loofah. Like it was like she looked gross. I don't know. And the way she puts on her makeup is so chaotic I can't even handle it she holds her makeup brush like a toddler with a crayon just like go <laughs> and then she had like all this blush on her face it looked like she got punched like I can't it was terrible it was so bad all of it was awful she gave me so much stress and I'm like I'm, I shouldn't be stressed watching this show I love it Get it together, Rosé. You're so hot. I love Rosé. Get it together. So it was hard to see her look like that down the runway. And normally she's like killing it in the top. She's been in the top three weeks in a row. If she had a better outfit, I think she would have won that challenge, to be honest. I agree. Yeah, for sure. I liked her shoes. I don't remember what they were. I don't even know what they were. Black pumps. (laughs) They were black pumps. Oh, okay. Yeah, nothing special. They're just like black pumps. <laughs> it's just the only I don't want to shit on Rose a lot, okay? We love Rose here. I know. I do love her. I want to date her. So, oh my 
just don't wear that. <laughs> like I said, the, they're just a sandwich. I want to be in between her and Denali. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Lala came out in what I'm calling a long sleeve shirt. Um, I don't know <laughs> if we can call this a dress. It looked like she went shopping in Jocelyn Fox's closet. Um, <laughs> so that was a boot for me. <laughs> Maha, what did you think? Lala, why? Why? <laughs> Your like, ass was hanging out. What I hated the most was when she was walking down the runway and had to pull her skirt down. Yes. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh. And it's like, a constant theme for Lala that her aesthetic has is yeah. very questionable. Yeah. And she's been struggling with it and it's gonna bite her in the ass sooner rather than later. So but I thought she did great in the challenge. I thought she actually did really well. So I don't know if she could like pick it up clothing wise, maybe, but uh yeah, yeah not doing stop it. shopping on Fashion Nova. <laughs> I think she just should have embraced how it was so short and just like not pulled it down at all. I think she just should have kept walking until it became a tube top and just been like, this is the outfit. I think no Chandler, no. a little bit more. <laughs> oh. Usually that tone's reserved for me. Yay. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with Chandler here. I feel like if she had just went with it and like was like, drunk girl out on the town by the end of the night dresses like up here and you're an absolute mess I think that probably would have been funnier um but yeah it was a boot for me I just when you're walking on the runway and you're constantly adjusting it that's no bueno no also I did not care for the gaudy necklace thing like I just oh, like that, that brought nothing it added nothing to that outfit they made she, it very top-heavy. She, she always yeah, looks she cheap. She does look cheap. Yeah. Bless her. All right. And our last one was Simone, who made a black dress out of braiding hair. Uh, she had little ring details and cutouts on the sides, a low back, fringe along the bottom, and a sculpted wig that she said was a reference to one of Rue's old music videos. Chandler, what'd you think? So here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I adore Rose, or sorry, I can't remember her name. So I adore Simone. I think she has a lot of personality. I think she's really sweet. I am just sick of seeing the same thing recycled over and over again. Um, and I was listening to uh, Bob and Monet's um podcast that they do they recap every episode and Bob made a point of that all of Simone's look are a reference to something and she doesn't just like come up with something like it's always like this is a reference to Rue this is a reference to fifth element this is a reference to yada 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 and like I feel like I can see that like I think Simone's just a model for the designer to like give her something but I don't feel like I've seen Simone so remember the do-rag look? I'll give her the do-rag look, okay? I'll give her that. Oh. I'm not saying she hasn't had good looks. I'm just saying, like, not everything has to be a reference to something else. 
Like do something your own. I totally disagree. And it was a huge toot for me. Mm-hmm. I loved how the dress was made out of braids, like extensions and braids. Like I, I just, I love how she like, I understand what you're saying, how like it's always a reference to something, but I appreciate that she brings black culture into a lot of her yes. outfits. And I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I thought her hair was amazing. And yeah, I, I adored that outfit. It was a huge toot for me. I completely agree with you, Nikki. She looked hot. And her references are coming again with concepts. Mm-hmm. She's bringing in Black culture. She's giving an homage to RuPaul, who's huge in like Black queer culture. So I thought that was amazing. She looked so hot. Her legs. Her legs. Her legs. And I loved how she like lubed them up or yeah. whatever. She looked, it looks so fucking good. <laughs> she looks so hot. And yes, like I understand what you're saying in terms of like originality and like coming with her own ideas and not referencing things. But that's what drag is. That's true. In my opinion. Yeah, it's not um, like super original off the wall kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Because like yeah. there's a lot of girls who like try to like pay homage to things and like completely fudge it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nails it like that wig. Like I when she walked out, I knew exactly what she was referencing, mm-hmm. and it looked hot. Like she nailed it. Yep. I also thought it was a toot. Um, I thought I liked it at first, and then she said it was made out of hair, and I was like, oh, <laughs> if you can make that out of hair, that's insane. Like that's, yeah, that was pretty awesome. I feel like at this point, I'm definitely like more excited to see what Simone's going to wear next than Gottmik, which is not what I expected. I thought Gottmik was going to have a lot more to bring. So I feel the same way. I feel like I know that she's going to walk out and her face is going to be fierce. It's going to be perfect. And that she's going to be wearing something small. And like, while yes, they're like usually flawless. It's just, you expect it, you know, it's coming. Whereas with Simone, I don't know what's coming. I know that she's going to look hot as hell, but I don't know what she's going to do. <laughs> she's going to be oiled for the gods. Yes. <laughs> so finding God makes me less and less likable. Sorry, who? Got Mick with yeah. each episode, yeah. especially with yeah. her friendship with Candy. Yeah. Yeah, it's infuriating. It's bringing her down 100%. I like, I thought she was going to be one of my favorites and I'm like, kind of over it at this point mm-hmm. yeah agree. yeah associating yourself with mean girls and calling yourself a mean girl is not no cute. it's not cute it's not look cute don't yeah. <laughs> all right well while we're on this angry tirade let's talk about the top <laughs> uh first one we have tina she started in coveralls and uh, did a painter reveal into her black dress with her colorful paint splatter on the bottom and handprints on her boobs and her butt. Nikki, you got a face. How the fuck did she get into the top? I genuinely am like confused. You cannot tell me her performance was better than Rose's. No. Yeah, but her outfit. Not even. Rose's outfit was like super cute. It was disco. Her hair was awesome. Her outfit was awesome. No, the runway outfit. But Tina's runway outfit was garbage. 
that wig was garbage. no I didn't like it either but like I don't know absolutely no way Tina Berners whole night was better than Rose's she shouldn't have been in the top it just when she when they said she was on top I was like why it made no sense to me I think my jaw hit the floor I was surprised <laughs> hmm? I didn't get it no I, not- I was surprised my jaw hit the floor when she announced that like who was safe I was like there she's pulling out the safe people I was like oh okay here we go and then you guys are all safe I was like what no that dress yeah. was basic that wig was terrible like no no that's my it just does the same thing every time and you know what she's going to do and so it's not I don't know like these can't be queens I'm just like we you're it's all the same shit we know what's coming next and her hair and makeup were terrible like her makeup was awful on the runway what why does she constantly do that charcoal smudgy eye it does not look good it literally looks no it's not even well done like a what the hell are those called like the pastel crayon things and just like smudged it on your face like it doesn't look good please for the love of god stop she did her makeup like roseanne (laughs) fuck like come on (laughs) underwater I just imagine like a kindergartner just like drawing on her. That's a hundred percent what I imagine. She's in the workroom just going. <laughs> it looks terrible. It looks so bad. It never looks good. It's <sighs> terrible. And part of me is wondering, there's a reason why it's taking you this long to get on this show. <laughs> like <laughs> has she auditioned a bunch of times? I miss that. Yeah, mm. auditioned like five times or something. And then there's like Olivia Lux, who's like what auditioned once or twice. Yeah. Yeah, it was not there's much. Three three times. There's a reason for it. <clears throat> Anyways, yeah. <laughs> not not a yeah, chance. Like what else can we say? It was not collective boot on that one. Is that okay to say? Yeah, it was a boot. Yeah. Um, Elliot had another jacket. I'm just gonna put that out there. Um, it looked like it was like a gold kind of like brocade kind of thing. Um, a kind of boring black strapless dress, which she got called out on, and a long blonde wig with black roots. Maha, what'd you think? Um, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I thought she looked really hot. She looked like a woman. She did. She did. I thought she, she looked, looked so hot. Yeah, and it might have been boring, but that was a brief. It was a little black dress. What the fuck do you expect her to walk out in? How are you going to make that exciting? Yeah. Right? And she pulled it together so well. She looked like a fucking woman. I loved it. I loved it. And I know we're not talking about the challenge, but I really want to throw this in there that she fucking killed it. She slayed it. I Especially with that too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I thought she, she looked really good. Uh, just the whole jacket thing again for me the whole jacket on the shoulder thing I I didn't appreciate that I guess that's just like how she likes to wear her jackets I don't know I guess she's a a boss bitch (laughs) I think she used that jacket as a template to like make her jacket last week which is what a smart queen does is they bring something that they know they can remake for the ball Mm -hmm. challenge so I give her props for that I also thought she looked really good I wish 
I don't know. I agree with Michelle in that like, it's a little, like she looked fine and she looked like a very beautiful woman, but I want a little more from my drag queens. I don't want them to just look like a pretty woman. Like I want them to like, give me some excitement. So she looked good. The outfit was a two, but give me a little more next time. But like, what do you want them to do? The brief was little black dress. She was wearing a little black dress, like. Well, that's the thing, like I said earlier, like I don't think this was a great runway category because like you just can't make that like drag anymore, I don't know. So I just, she met the challenge and she looked good. So I agree with her being in the top. But a lot of people interpret drag as female personation. And if that's how you're interpreting drag, Elliot fucking killed it. That's true. He was a hot woman. Like, that yeah. dress I felt looked phenomenal on her. And I thought her makeup was great. I didn't mind the jacket. I like the jacket. Me too. And I l- appreciate jackets when they're not, you don't wear them the whole time. Like, she took it off and, like, I don't know. I loved it. I thought she looked amazing. And her performance. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, she looked amazing. Her dancing was amazing. She deserved to be in the top. That was a good week for Elliot. Yeah. My only like negative critique is her wig. I didn't really care for her wig, but like her wig. that's like a minimal kind of thing. Yeah. I know Brooklyn Heights talked about it. But was that what she was referencing with that tweet? Because I saw it with the hates blonde with black root wigs. I don't know. I've seen way worse wigs on this show. Just look at 100%. the wig that Joey J wore. <laughs> like this was a million times better. So I don't know why Brooklyn was giving her such a hard time. Like it's a fine wig. Like she looks it's good. quarantine hair. Come on. Her roots are Yeah. No, I like the wig, like the colors of it. I like it. I like the like dark to light. I just think like maybe it could have been brushed out a bit more or something. But again, that's like a minor critique. Not- mm-hmm. All right. And our final top was Olivia, who was wearing like a satiny, like tube dress with rows of sparkles. Uh, she had massive hair, her trademark tiny little purse. I thought she looked really fucking hot. Like, not going to lie. I know, Maha, you said it was a basic dress, but I, I thought she looked amazing. She looked super cute. Like, the dress was cute. I just. I don't know. I didn't think it was that special. I, like I know it. it's like a cool I didn't like dress, it. But not special, but her hair was amazing. I loved her hair on both the challenge and the runway. I love the yeah. big hair. She has great wigs. Her mini Birkin too. I know. This her mini so bags. Cool. I just can't get over it. I'm like, bitch, what are you carrying in there? <laughs> but I thought she looked no. super adorable. The dress she looked great. I hated her dress. I yeah. hate. The dress did nothing for me. It wasn't that cute but she looked cute yeah she wore it really well we haven't seen her wear anything like always oversized or not fitting properly whatever I thought she looked amazing yeah her body looked great in it the one thing was I wish the dress like um was like tight to the thighs Mm, it like kind of went out like a little bit and I was like I like if it was just like thigh hugging I thought it would have been like really sexy but again it's it's a it's a basic tube dress that you could get anywhere but she looked great her makeup was so good like I would take her home she looked gorgeous (laughs) yeah I agree with the bottom of that dress it just didn't fit well 
I think that look would have been better had it been more form-fitting. Um, it kind of, it, the way that it sat on her hips and where it stopped, it just kind of made her body look a bit weird, but. You look boxy in it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what it was, yeah. Her waist was nice and cinched though. I just think the dress should have like been snug at the thighs. It would have made all the difference. Yeah, for sure. And we move to our bottom queens. Uh, let's start with Candy. Uh, she had a Comme des Garçons style look. It was like a paper dress with a black one painted on, oil slicked hair and kind of oil kind of like around her face. I honestly thought she looked kind of pretty. Like this is one of the few of hers that I've liked. Um, Maha, what do you think? Yeah, I loved it. it. It pains me to say, but I loved it. She looked really hot and I love the concept. And I think she was doing like a nod to her unofficial drag mom now, her strange drag mom, Aja. Uh, she did like a oh, similar true. for the Lady Gaga challenge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and her makeup looked beautiful. Her hair, beautiful. Um, but yeah, definitely a letdown in the challenge. She can't really dance. She wasn't really aware of like her spatial surroundings. Her face. Her face. Really hard to watch. She just looked confused the yeah. whole time. So confused. At least like when Tina was like moving and stuff, and then she's got Gottmik and Candy just like flopping around like dead fish <laughs> behind her. Like, oh my God. For real. But yeah, I love that dress. I agree I thought her face looked gorgeous her makeup was so good I didn't necessarily think it needed the like oil spill marks around her but like that was a choice that she made so that's fine um but like Aja already did the same things like why would you wear the same thing that your old drag mom or whatever the fuck already wore it was yeah it was different Aja wore like a purple yeah and yeah, it was like felt or something like it yeah, wasn't it's the same like that's the, that's what she was going for it was the exact same thing so it just felt really odd to me that candy would talk so much shit about aja coming into this and then do the exact same dress but like in a different color like that was really a strange choice to me i'm in the minority here i hated it <laughs> okay well not because of her you hate it. um I liked the dress. I did like the dress a lot. And I liked her purse, like a little mini dress on the hanger. I thought that was really cute. That wig and whatever was going on on her head. I just, I understood what was going on. I just thought it looked ridiculous. I like a wet wig. Me I too. feel like people aren't down for the wet wig, but I like even Kimora's like or blood orange, like wet wig I was into that but I just didn't say anything because you guys all hated it so. <laughs> it's okay Chandler you can say your opinion I'll just give you a look it's fine <laughs> no I I hated that wig and I hated the oil smudges around her head and everything I just eh. but I thought it was art I loved it really cute me too <laughs> I really liked her makeup too. I, I know I said this before. So her makeup good. Was yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Her lips and her eyes looked delicious. 
why can't she just do that every time like what was oh with the God. whole like when she had that red dress thing and the her oh my, oh my god i think she was trying out a technique for the first time she was like tweeting about it I was yeah like, and like now is all the time candy okay no. like even if her makeup had worked that wig was atrocious and that dress was garbage. oh no yeah <laughs> yeah i was just curious why she looked like such a mess but yeah it makes sense if she was trying yeah. something all right, Tamisha had uh, another dress that she made herself, which still amazes me to this day because sewing is not my thing. Um, it was low cut. It had some kind of like winged detail on the front, uh, roost sides, which we have now learned was likely hiding a bag in the front. Um, I didn't hate it. I, like you said, Nikki, earlier, it wasn't all that exciting, but still the fact that she made all this herself just blows me away. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think it was a cute dress and like the fact that she made it herself it was like miles more interesting than Lala's or Olivia's or maybe even Elliot's so I thought it was cute I loved how she was like I always do my classy lady walk I was like you're my everything like, <laughs> I don't know I just love her yeah I thought the yeah the dress was good I mean she made it herself which like kind of just made it that much better like you said Chandler it wasn't any more special than anything else on there I think just what got her was her her challenge this week which was not great but yeah I don't know I'm kind of like undecided on it whether I want to toot it or boot it I don't know Soft what, what's the middle of a toot and a boot let's give it a soft toot like a um, meh like a yeah. meh like a sure question mark <laughs> i'm in sure you're, yeah you're wearing a dress yeah i'm indifferent i have no Tamisha iman guys you have to toot everything she puts up there oh i gave it a two i thought she looked great oh, yeah, yeah I gave it a two because she made it like yeah, yeah. That's worthy of a two. She's also like 65 and is probably battling arthritis. So. I feel like you're aging her. I don't think yeah. she's actually Every, 65. <laughs> podcast, she's a different age. I think older. she's like 51 or something. I, don't know. I think she's 49. <laughs> yeah, I thought they said 40, 49 or something like that. Is she 49? year old kid, so she's she's got to be not, somewhere. She, I need to Google this right now. <laughs> she's not 65. That's yeah. <laughs> Although I think Rue is like 65. Yeah. That like legitimately fucked me up the other day. He's 49 I... years old. Yeah. What? <laughs> and she did that on the runway? Or sorry, during the lip sync? Yeah. yeah. If I could do half of that at 49, like after having cancer too. Like, come on. Dude, if pussy, I'm alive at 49, like, the pussy is on fire. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Utica. Um, she made her outfit based off her earrings, which absolutely no one could see, even cameras when they zoomed in. But it was an Audrey Hepburn inspired look with a midi black dress. Uh, she had gold sleeves on for some reason, big lips painted on her face, long nails, a hat, a bob. Uh, campy only works if you can get it yeah otherwise it looks like a fucking mess and that's what she looked like it was a yeah. goddamn mess <laughs> yeah not a fan absolutely hated that 
giant boot. Gross. She looked so gross. Yeah. She did. She she looked uh it was bad. It was like hard to look at. It was it was really yeah. so much fun. And like her trying to like explain it to the judges, and it was just like, sweetie, no, just stop. <laughs> it was painful. Honestly, that's that's why it goes in the bottom for me. Like she should have been against candy in my head. Because at least to me, she looked put together. Yeah. Whereas I, the makeup for Utica, just like it was clown. Lips. Yes. Unless the glitter. Yes. It was too much. Look like herpes. And like, if you have to like constantly explain what your look is, you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. Like even mm-hmm. when telling them that your earrings, they still were kind of just like, uh. And also, yeah, like, what did you make the earrings yourself? Like, there were like, I didn't get it. You were gonna get earrings, like they can't see her earrings. They're too small. So how were they supposed to? Earrings. She's like doing all her other shit on the runway. Like, how are we supposed to pay attention to your earrings when you're like, (gasps) like, no, (laughs) like our man, like, yeah, that's definitely her vibe. Just be Audrey Hepburn. Like that would have been cool. That would have been a really yeah reference for a little black dress. That would have been perfect. She just she tries too hard, and it, it really it, does. It's painful to watch. It's so bad. I think it's interesting too that like how Rue even told her last week. It doesn't always need to be this like theatrical kind of campy comical thing. Like there's a time and place for it. And like she clearly obviously didn't listen. I don't think um, she said that to her face though. I think she only said it when they were debating as judges. Oh. Because I made a note being like, why wouldn't you tell that to her on the runway? Cause then she could fix it. Like I'm pretty sure they only said it when they were debating amongst themselves. Did they not say something though when they were kind of explaining why she wasn't the winner? This week or last, last week? week? I, I don't think they said it to her face I don't remember like I could be wrong but like I remember being like why are you just saying this now and not when she's right in front of you yeah yeah I just I still feel like though she should probably be aware that like you can't do that shtick every single time you're on the stage like yeah why is one of the girls telling her like Olivia's her friend. Why isn't Olivia being like, girl, you need to fucking tone it down. It's exhausting. Not RuPaul's best friend, Rave. <laughs> Olivia can't see her on the runway either. Yeah, I guess that's true. But like everyone can see her in rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it breaks my heart because I think with her background and not being exposed to drag a lot in her community, she doesn't have these role models that she can like look up to and like talk to and someone for her to be like chill girl you're doing too much like just be yourself you don't have to be at an 11 all the time Mm -hmm. on it down a notch and be yourself and she's also young I think she's like 25 or 26 yeah Yeah. so she hasn't fully realized her drag persona and maybe is pulling a little bit of like what Jan did last season and is just going over the top and everything mm-hmm. and not being that vulnerable person that you can relate to. Um, so it should be interesting to see how she sort of progresses throughout the competition and if she sort of settles into her own. Mm-hmm. But 
All right, so after deliberation, we find out that our winner is Olivia, and I was actually so happy for her because she was talking about last week how she hasn't had any judging or any critiques or anything like that, and to finally get her out there and she actually won, I was actually super happy for her because she's so cute. <laughs> and our lip sync ended up being Candy versus Tamisha, which as we said, felt a little set up, and <laughs> Tamisha was the one who went home. Um, personally, it looked like both of them were struggling a little bit with the lip sync. And I'm, I guess Rue just kind of canceled that out of the equation when she was judging. Like, I don't know, Nikki, what'd you think? Yeah, I don't think any one of them particularly did really well at it based on like what was shown. I'd like, you know, they edit it in such a way. Um, but yeah, neither one of them really stood out to me. It was very meh. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I, if I was judging, I probably would have just sent Candy home only because I'm one of those girls that does like a report card. Like you've been in the bottom this many times, you've done this. And that's what I would base it on at that point if one didn't stand out over the other in the lip sync. But I get what, Tamisha seems okay with it though. I feel like she probably was kind of at a point where she was like okay with it and just part of me is also like Candy's probably just going to go home next week anyway so <laughs> Candy I just think... looked angry to me to be honest like the song is kind of about like being a smart ass and like getting revenge and stuff and she just looked like she was going to tear someone's head off she was crying I think there was one point where I thought she was crying and I don't know I just it was very theatrical I don't know it was she was laying down on the runway and like not doing anything also the way she like fell to the runway was so not graceful it was so <laughs> awkward I was like oh girl like that was not as smooth as you thought it was gonna be I'm like that's another moment again where I'm watching that and being like how do you how do you call yourself an entertainer like you are not entertaining you like not at all she she's had too much lip filler to be honest she can't move her lips mm-hmm. like you have no idea what she's saying there was like probably a good 20 seconds during the lip sync that instead of lip syncing she just like moving her mouth cried and I was like okay so Rue chose you because you were like emotional but I'm like you're not lip syncing at all like you're literally just dramatically crying your crocodile tears like I'm over it like She didn't know all the words either, I don't think. No, and like neither did Tamisha, so sure, but I can it was it was a hard one to watch. I can look past the like not lip syncing all the words if you're like putting on a really good performance, but like neither one of them were, and neither one of them from what you could see were lip syncing appropriately. It was just to me, it felt like Tamisha sort of gave up. I think, yeah. I think she's like over being in the competition, over all the drama. She looked tired and burnt out. I still think, she, yeah, I still think she gave what she could. I think she just right now is like not at, like at a physical capacity where she can give what she wants to give. So I like, my heart really goes out to her. I think she really wanted to stay. I think she really wanted to challenge herself. I think she did a really good job. And I think a ton of people have fallen in love with her. So I think she can be proud of what she did, even though she was only there for a short period of time. I think she'd be a good candidate for an all-stars season when she's back up and running. 
Yeah, I liked her comment. She'll be back on All Stars. And I was like, yeah, you will. Mm-hmm. And she's touched so many people's lives in yeah. such a short amount of time and has so many drag children and is an icon to an icon, icon to not only. <laughs> Eloquent. <laughs> Eloquent. Yeah, she's an icon to not only queer youth but like black queer youth and that's mm-hmm. really really important and she's a queen and we all love her mm-hmm. yes we do. I think I think Rue made her decision based on knowing that Tamisha has had like such a lengthy career and is gonna be fine and is mm-hmm. maybe throwing candy a bone because she's like not quite there yet so I can see that in a sense and I know I know Rue will bring her back for All Stars, so mm-hmm. I'm not worried about it. Tamisha is all of our moms at this point, so. Yeah. I really hope that's not why Rue did it, though. Like, if they're not ready to be at All Stars or at Drag Race, they're not ready to be at Drag Race. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think the producers had a hand in it as well because Candy's drama and she's going to help with storylines, etc. So mm-hmm. keeping her around for longer. Yeah. Is- Whereas so I feel like if you don't start shit with her, she's not gonna start shit with you. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So I watched this episode with my boyfriend on Friday, and he had like a very poignant thing to say. He was like, "Tina Burner, a hundred percent enjoys being disliked, and so her and Candy." got together and we're like you know what's gonna get us more airtime we're just gonna be fucking mean and we're gonna have a little click and we're gonna get all of the airtime on the show and we'll just be set up for afterwards and I was like I think you're fucking right but Tina's not even that mean she doesn't even do anything she she thinks she's mean even when she, like she thinks she's like sassy you know even when she was like oh god Meg like you know you were gonna pick us like you can see her like always performing, like even in her like talking head interviews. So I'm not surprised that they kept Candy because it's good TV to have her and Tina and Mick in their little clique like causing shit. So what are you gonna do? Agree completely. All right. Well, next week we get a preview of what we're going to have and bossy rossi is returning yay yes. improv challenge um chandler who do you think is going to do well in this one um that's a good question i like hope in my heart that rose will do well and i think she will do well um i think tina probably will do well also just because this is like allegedly her whole shtick so if she doesn't do well it'll probably look pretty bad um I'm excited I think we have like girls with a lot of personality so I think it could be pretty entertaining Nikki who do you think yeah I definitely Rosé is a strong one for me giving her performance background I also think I agree with Chandler Tina Burner might but I also feel like if she depending who she's with, it could either be really good or it could be really bad. Like if she's with Candy or Gottmik, I don't think it'll be very good. Um, I don't think Gottmik or Candy will do very well. I think maybe this might be something that Utica does well at. 
Um, I would hope so. I would like to see her shine. Um, but yeah, Rosé is kind of my, my go-to in that one. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll get to pick their teams or not, because that's going to make all the difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maha, thoughts? Um, I agree. I think Tina Burner is going to kill this challenge. Um, but I really hope Rosé is in the top because we love Rosé here. Mm-hmm. And I think Simone's like a dark horse when it comes to these acting challenges. Yeah, I could see her doing well. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. If I'm worried about anyone, it would be Denali. Mm-hmm. Me too. I think Lala Ray struggles a lot when it comes to like acting challenges. Yeah, so. I could see her in the bottom for this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her performance in the uh, flag uh, flag movie yeah, was not- nothing to write home about. Yeah, I missed that episode, but um, I thought she should have been in the bottom that week. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think her and Elliot will probably be in the bottom for this next week mm-hmm. episode. They both did not do well in the acting last time, so. It will be interesting to see how that goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this brings us into Untucked, and we start off with uh, some of the girls, especially Rosé, a little bit shaken and like unsure why they weren't in the top, Um, but she also said that she wanted to take Rue's advice and realize that she needed to kind of just relax and be herself and not stress out too much. Um, maybe a little Jan reference there. I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, we've kind of talked about that already, how we thought Rosé kind of undermined herself with her black dress. Uh, but is there anything else we need to, to bring up about that? I just want to say I can completely relate. Just being a type A personality and like an overachiever, it's hard to show vulnerability, especially in a competition. But at the end of the day, you need to show that likability in order to show that you can be the next drag race superstar. I feel like that would be me if I was in a setting like this. I'm one of those people where I need to be perfect and I need everybody to think that I'm perfect. Otherwise it'll all crumble to shit. And so I can relate to that, but I agree. Like she needs to be, just like let the walls down a little bit. Mm-hmm. let people in a little bit and it'll be so much better but I can relate to that too it's it's For hard sure. it's hard to to do that especially in a competition when you're like a competitive person you don't want to let those walls down no. you don't want to show any signs of weakness no but I feel like she has been sweet though like I've seen her mm-hmm. give a few pep talks to people like I feel like she's been trying to show it a little bit I guess just not in front of the judges maybe but yeah um, this and then uh, we saw Gottmik's parents come up on the screen, um, which made me choke up a little bit because they were so positive. And um, she, uh, she made a note that they used her chosen name, which is Cade, and they seemed really positive and supportive, which I know a lot of people will not get in Gottmik's situation. Uh, Chandler, what did you think? It was so sweet. Like her parents were so cute, and her just like genuine shock and awe of everything they were saying was adorable and the fact that afterwards she was like I can't believe I was naked while I was watching that was just so cute I did find it very strange that like it wasn't explained why she got a video and no one else did I was like did I did I miss something like I didn't know why 
we were seeing her parents and no one else's parents. I, I was like, I feel like I missed a memo somewhere. Like, I don't know what was going on. They usually do that in Untucked, but I find that they do it later on in the season when there's like a few of them still there. But like, they let you know what's happening. They're like, oh, there's a video message. And like, but you don't know whose parents it's going to be or who it is. But mm-hmm. it kind of came out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden there's her parents and it's like, oh oh, we're doing this now. So. Yeah, they were, like, in the middle of, like, a, a chat, and then all of a sudden, like, they came on the screen. I'm like, you guys couldn't have, like, waited for, like, a break in the conversation. Like, it just seemed like a <laughs> really awkward part to, like, put it, but it was very cute, especially considering they're filming during COVID. Like, those messages probably mean so much more than they would any other season, so it was really nice to see, and I loved Denali's comment being, like, you have such polite Christian parents. <laughs> oh, cute. yeah I thought that was funny and after that we get the girls from the runway coming back in for their little break and Candy of course comes in hot not understanding why she was critiqued the way she was which again spy Uh, girls just not getting it (laughs) she just always has something to say and it's like you don't have to say everything that comes across your mind like just shut the fuck up and sip your drink. Seriously. She Learn the words to your song. Yeah, but. she always has to be like, I don't agree with the top and the bottom. And I'm like, you're not the fucking judge. Like, sit down. Why do you always have to say something? Like, it's so exhausting. All right. Well, thanks, girls, for joining me tonight for this bonus episode. I love our recaps. I love doing this every week with you gals. And uh, for those of you listening, thanks for tuning in. Hit the like button, subscribe, send us fun messages. We want to hear from you. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. If you want us to cover anything different, let us know. And uh, that'll wrap it up for for tonight. See you later. Bye. Bye.